How are the going Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we kick off our Week 16 coverage looking at the Bears' matchup with the Jacksonville Jaguars. December 27th, two days after Christmas, the Bears will head to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars, so let's break it down. I am your host, Chris Malpe. Today, I am joined with my co-hosts to the right of me, Parth Shaw and Jalen McClinton. Guys, heading down south, Parth, you and I were arguably supposed to be at this game if it weren't for COVID, but uh, we're playing a team that has lost 13 straight. But before we get into any of that, how's it going? Doing pretty good. Huh? Just waiting for the Bulls game, I guess. The Bulls kick off in an hour, so excited for that. That's about it. Jalen's about to explode with joy. <laughs> I waited nine months since this, bro. Like, give me it. What was it? Two hundred eighty some days, bro. Yeah, last time the Bulls played before the preseason, obviously, was March ten. Okay. Do you know how many days that was? No. I think it was two hundred eighty something. They posted today. I'm terrible at math. Yeah. Well, all right. Let's hop right into this. Uh, the Bulls season is kicking off, but as of right now, if everything stayed out, was the Bears have two games left, but we're still going to cover them. Seven and seven Bears, one and thirteen Jacksonville Jaguars. ESPN's matchup predictor is going to give the Bears a sixty-nine point five percent chance to win this one. Jacksonville at thirty point three percent. As Jalen cracks a smirk because he is immature and still in high school. Um, taking a look at the spread for this game, uh, the Bears are favored by seven and a half points. The over/under for the game is slated at 47 points. Taking a look at the Jaguars, if you guys don't know how these episodes go, we take a look at the Jaguars' offense and the Jaguars' defense, uh, their depth chart and some of their advanced stats, and then we talk about how each team can win this game, even though I think we know who's going to win this game. But I don't want to get too cocky. Taking a look at Jacksonville's last time, last five games, they are 0 for 5. Uh, we all know that. They have lost 13 in a row. Offensively, one of the worst units in the league, one of the units that has been worse than Chicago's, they have scored 19.6 points per game, but they still have been able to rack up a decent bit of yards, you know, 348.1 yards per game, 248.8 through the air for a combination of Jake Luton, Gardner Minshew, and Mike Glennon, obviously former Bears legend. And they have averaged about 99.3 on the year on the ground. It's been a great year for the undrafted rookie James Robinson, and we're about to get into that and much more. Leading the way for them at quarterback, Gardner Minshew, the second, 216 for 327, 2,259 yards, 16 touchdowns in five interceptions. Now it's interesting because their coach, Doug Marone, announced that him and Mike Glennon will be battling it out this week uh, to be able to play next week versus Chicago and how much Bears fans would love it if they got to smash up on Glennon uh, you know, I, I think it's well-deserved for how his time in Chicago went. So taking a look at him this year, he's 61 for 100, 600 yards, three touchdowns, and three interceptions. So we'll see who ends up playing for them this week. Should be interesting. I think all of us here want Glennon. Uh, I think Minshew's also a, a more talented quarterback, but Glennon's been all right this year. Uh, taking a look at their rushing leader, who Doug Marone also said might take a rest this week. James Robinson, 240 carries for 1,070 yards and seven touchdowns. Their leading receiver is DJ Chark. They have a pretty good and pretty young receiving core down there in Jacksonville, but Chark has 49 receptions, 644 yards, and four touchdowns on the year. Taking a look at the rest of their offense, they have some good pieces, a lot of young pieces. Once again, this is a team that's definitely uh, trying to develop, and if I were them, I wouldn't want to win this week. They have the number one overall pick after the New York Jets, beat the Los Angeles Rams, so they are definitely very much so in the race for Trevor Lawrence, and if they lose out, they're going to end up getting their guys. So 
But taking a look at the rest of their offense anyways, two other very good receivers. The rookie, Lavishka Chenault Jr. has had a great year. Chris Connolly still able to produce at a high enough level. Uh, also, Keelan Cole Sr. has been great down there. And then D.D. Westbrook is on IR, and he was someone who was involved with trade rumors, hasn't really played this entire year. A pretty good offensive line, if I'm being honest. Uh, Andrew Norwell, Tyler Shatley, Cam Robinson, also Jawan Taylor. Uh, and, and, and it should be interesting to see whether or not Rob, James Robinson plays. If I was a Jaguars and you want that number one pick and the higher-ups want that number one pick, I would doubt that we're going to see him this week at all. But Parth, you know, we haven't seen much production out of these Jaguars offensively in quite some weeks. You know, they've lost 13 in a row. But on the other hand, they still do have a lot of young pieces on offense that are developing. So what do you think about uh, the offense that they run down there? Yeah, it's a pretty interesting offense. It's led by James Robinson. Uh, he's had a phenomenal year. You know, as probably a, should have been a Pro Bowler as well. Yeah, the hundred percent should have been a Pro Bowler. And he's from Illinois State, um, pretty nearby from where we all live, I guess. Uh, you know, he's already a thousand yard rusher, has seven touchdowns in the year. He's playing well. I guess he's the focal point of that offense as they've had quarterbacks you now switch out here and there. You know, they've had three starting quarterbacks all year. Uh, they had Glennon, Minshew, and Jake Lutton. I think Minshew's definitely the best out of the three. Uh, he's played well so far this year. I would, I mean, I rather, I would much rather play Glennon, like Chris said earlier. Uh, we would love to see Glennon back in uh, back Against versus the, the Bears. Bears. Yeah. Uh, it would be nice to see him and Trubisky face off. Um, you know, Mike Glennon was an absolute. I mean, terrible quarterback for the Bears. You know, his time in Chicago did not go to plan. Um, it was an absolute waste of money. But I, I feel like it would be fun to beat up on Glennon. Um, they do have a good wide receiver core. I think it's young. DJ Chark out of LSU. I think it's his third year in the league. Um, he's impressive. Uh, but, again, you know, the, their quarterback situation isn't the best. That offense is limited. And, again, it's a team that's lost 13 straight games um, that I bet wants to lose out to draft Trevor Lawrence. So I bet they're not going to come in and try to score many points on Chicago, especially this defense. I think this is a game where maybe they try to pad their stats, try to get some turnovers. I think that'd be nice. Yeah, and I think this will be a game where it's a huge boost of confidence for the Bears offensively and defensively. Heading into a game against Green Bay where, depending on one other game, we don't know, I mean, outside of Green Bay winning one other game, the Rams and the Seahawks, we don't know whether or not the Packers are going to start their starters or start their bench players. Either way, heading into Week 17 is going to be a huge game because the Bears will still be in playoff contention depending on what happens uh, to the Arizona Cardinals this week, obviously facing a third-string quarterback, C.J. Beathard, but should be interesting. I think it's going to be a good boost for the Bears' defense, especially if Robinson doesn't play. You mentioned that James Robinson is the bell cow of that entire offense. Uh, he's got 1,414 all scrimmage yards, and that is tied for the second most in Jacksonville Jaguar history, above Leonard Fournette, above Maurice Jones Drew during their rookie years, just below Fred Taylor, one of a, the best running backs probably of our generation. He, obviously, not playing anymore, but he started in Jacksonville. So, um, you know what? I, I think we'll have a good day against them. If Jalen Johnson comes back, I think our secondary will be able to lock up their guys pretty well. Uh, and then once again, I, I, I got a feeling that it's going to be Mike Glennon at quarterback just because Marone said that they're a little bit worried about Minshew and it's going to be battling it out. But, uh, you know, Minshew's been good in the past. He's been absolutely horrible in the past. Uh, and I think either way, I'm not too worried about who they they got a quarterback. Uh, I think this should be a big game for the Bears' defense, especially if James Robinson doesn't play because I, I don't even have a clue who their running back to is. So, Jalen, I'm going to pass it around to you. Uh, you know, the focal point for me in Parse talks about the Jacksonville offense has been James Robinson and how he leads that entire offense and probably should have been a pro bowler. So what do you think about what this Jags offense brings to the table? 
Uh, so first one, talking about James Robinson, he obviously is their best player uh, on offense, you know, other than DJ Chark. Actually, I, um, DJ, not DJ Robinson, uh, James Robinson grew up an hour away from me. I actually see him play a high school football game when I was like 12 or 13. I didn't know it was him at the time, but, you know, just actually, actually, like, uh, I just looked up what high school he went to, and it, it was him, which is uh, actually crazy. So uh, he's always been good back – even back in high school, he was obviously good at um, Illinois State. You know, obviously he went undrafted, but he, he got a, a, a number fourth pick uh, released because he was playing better than him. So um, he's obviously their best player. He's their bear, he's their bear cow. He's probably going to miss this week, which is going to hurt them. So um, other than that, like I said, they're, they're, they've been having a whole QB situation, you know, right now. They're, they're battling out between Mike Lennon and uh, Minshew for the starter, uh, who's who's going to play against? And us. I'm sure they want Trevor Lawrence next year. If I was them, I wouldn't pass up on that. Yeah, right, right now you're winning the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes, and if I were you, I wouldn't try to win a game. Like you got lucky that the Jets won a game because I I I honestly thought the Jets were going to go on 16, and for them to beat a good Rams team, you you got a blessing. Don't mess it up and and, and, and don't kick the Bears out of the playoffs. <laughs> exactly, just like <laughs> we need we need a win, and you just need to keep losing. So like, just come to a mutual agreement. You let us blow you. That's up. what I said. I put on Instagram earlier this week. Why don't you guys just concede? Uh, Gives us a week to get everyone healthy. But I do think it'll be a good uh, confidence booster, hopefully for Trubisky and the troops. Uh, it would have been so cool just morally to see Foles versus Glennon playing against their old teams. But we're going to have Trubisky in this one, the, the one who obviously succeeded uh, Glennon in Chicago, and hopefully he can beat down on his former uh, predecessor. That's why, that's why I low-key do not want to play Mike Glennon because, like, what if he just, like, oh, this is the team that released me and drafted the card. Oh, no. The money I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to throw nothing. four touchdowns. I'm, I'm just praying that there's Mike Glennon does not owe Chicago anything after that contract. But let's get on to Jacksonville's defense now. Uh, mm-hmm. Taking a look at their last five games, they all have 40 to the Baltimore Ravens, 31 to Tennessee, 27 to Minnesota, 27 to Cleveland, and 27 to Pittsburgh. They've had a couple other games this year where they've gotten absolutely blown out. But they've allowed 30.2 points per game, easily the most of any opponent the Bears have faced this year. They've allowed 424.6 yards per game. I think that's second to only the Tennessee Titans the week that the Bears were heading into them. 278.1 passing yards allowed per game. Uh, on average, and 146.5 rushing yards allowed per game. I think it's going to be another huge game from David Montgomery where the Bears absolutely just feed him the rock. But taking a look at the Jags' defense, you know, it's not a lot of players uh, that you would expect to know. But there is a couple familiar faces, a couple young faces, a couple that are going to be missing this game. Obviously, we know that great defense that they had a couple years ago led by Calais Campbell, Yannick Ngakwe, uh, Jalen Ramsey, all separated now. Uh, Barry Church, also a great player on that team. But a lot younger of a defense now, and I really don't know a lot of these names, if I'm being honest. Caleb Anchiasen leads the way. He was one of their top picks. Aaron Lynch, former Bear, ended up going there. Uh, they've got Josh Allen on IR, one of the players that I know on that defense. Also, DJ Hayden on, D- on IR, and their first-round pick, CJ Henderson, also on IR. But taking a look at the rest of their defense, Miles Jack, Joe Schobert and Trey Herndon are probably the only players I know when taking a look at the rest of that defense. I don't know much of their secondary at all, uh, but I would assume it's going to be a, an easy, smooth running day for the Bears uh, offensively. But you know they've caused some teams to have some troubles. You know in the past they they, they did a good job neutralizing Dalvin Cook and uh, forcing that game to overtime with Minnesota, but. Uh, Minnesota, the wheels are kind of falling off there after week 15. Uh, but you know what? I think it'll be a pretty good day for David Montgomery. I think Trubisky, once again, will be able to take what's there for him, not essentially hopefully make it hard 
Uh, and I think the Bears will, will be smooth sailing offensively in this one. Jalen, uh, I'm going to pass it around to you. What do you think about this Jags defense, and what type of success do you think the Bears will have offensively on Sunday? Um, I'm just thankful that we we never got to play Saxonville because I, I think that they, at that time, that defense would have completely destroyed us. Uh, none of no none of those guys are there other than Miles Jack, but he's not a he's not a game changer. He's not a that type of playmaker. But he is obviously probably their best defensive player right now, um, other than C.J. Henderson, who they just drafted out of Florida with a ninth pick. But he's on IR, so we won't see him. Um, we we won't see him on Sunday. So I'm really not afraid of anybody on this defense at all. Uh, they obviously won not won. They obviously lost 13 weeks straight for a reason. Uh, you, you have to give up a lot of points. We have to give up points for, for you to lose. So um, I'm not really scared about this defense. Like you said, I, I hopefully this this is a confidence booster for our offense that, that's been playing well uh, recently, you know, 30-point straight uh, in, in the last three games we played. And, you know, they all against bad teams, but uh, that, that doesn't really matter to me. We need to have a, another confidence booster put up, like, another 30 points so we can go into uh, go and play Green Bay um, and hopefully compete for a playoff spot. So, like I said, hopefully we can get David going. Uh, he's 94 yards away from 1,000. Uh, so hopefully we can continue to feed him the rock and get him going, uh, prepare for, for next week. And, and as, well, as well with Mitchell, you know, continue to do his best for him, get him out the pocket, uh, make him feel comfortable. Um, and, you know, don't, don't make him – don't try to make him a pocket passer because that's not, that's not what he is. That's what Bill Lazer has been able to, you know, use Mitchell's, Mitchell's strength and. That, that's why he's been playing well as well as the offense in general. So um, as long as we can, you know, run the ball, move the ball in general down the field, uh, I think that, that we should have a very good day on offense. Yeah, and whether or not Mitchell Trubisky returns to Chicago after this year, it's still up in the air. If we don't make the playoffs, I'm sure he definitely doesn't return. If we make the playoffs, I'm sure he still doesn't return because even if the Bears offer him a contract extension um, – you know, he he probably will get offered more money, a lot more money elsewhere, I would assume, because he's doing a pretty good job creating a resume for himself right now, at least to go and be a backup or compete for a starting job elsewhere. So, Parth, uh, you know, if, if Trubisky's time to Chicago does come to an end, this is some of the best offense we've seen from the Bears in the last couple of years since we started this podcast. Uh, one of the best offenses in the NFC throughout this month, as well as one of the best in the division, I think, only behind, maybe even not even behind Green Bay. Uh, and I think this game, personally, in Week 16, would be a perfect confidence booster for Mitch heading into a really big Week 17 game. Whether or not the Bears win, uh, you know, if, if they go down, they'll finish uh, eight and eight. If they win, don't make the playoffs. They go in nine and seven. So, what do you think about Jacksonville's defense, and what will this do for Mitchell Trubisky's confidence in this game? Um, this Jacksonville defense surprisingly has played some t- teams tough. You know, this Minnesota game, they, you know, it was right down to the wire. I think they went to overtime. You know, Jacksonville lost 27-24. I think week two of the season, um, the Jacksonville Jaguars took the Titans uh, 33-30, so that was another close game. And then um, against the Browns, they took it to the down to the wire 27-25. So this Jacksonville team has played some tough close games but there's been times where they've been blown out um, another game that they played close against was the Packers 24-20 so there there have been instances where the games have been close I think the Bears just have to do what they've been doing on offense the last couple of weeks like you said it's one of the best in the NFC right now if you look at it the last four weeks uh, I think the Bears offense has some of the most best stats in the NFL most one of the most touchdowns uh converting first downs at the highest rate possible. So, you know, the Bears' ha- offense has been um, playing well. I think this game is a game where you take advantage of this 1-13 Jacksonville Jags- Jaguars team, prepare well, play well. 
score as much as you can, you know, get as much reps in, practice in before that big game against the Packers. You want to keep that confidence high. So this is a game where I expect the Bears to score a lot of points like they have been and uh, hopefully play some good defense to lock them down. Yeah, and let's head into the next segment where we talk about how the Jaguars and how the Bears can win this one. Uh, i got to be honest with you guys, uh, wherever you're listening, I don't even think we need to talk about how the Jaguars can win this one. If they want it, I'd be shocked. But I think the Jaguars don't want to win it. Parth and Jalen, are we in an agreement? Can we cut this yeah. podcast shorter? Yes. <laughs> don't don't mess up your chance to get one of the best QB prospects. Exactly. Right exactly. Now. Yep. And I don't even think they'd want to win anyways. Even if yeah, they – What's the, the point of winning? They still want Justin Fields, so it wouldn't make sense for them to move out of the spot that they're in. Uh, so I don't even think we need to discuss that. But uh, pretty simply talking about how the Bears can win, I don't think there's much to say. Uh, keep the ball on the ground. I want David Montgomery with 20-plus carries in this one at least. Uh, and for Mitch, I mean, just take what you can get, and I think we're going to have a fine time making stops on defense, especially if Jalen Johnson's back. Uh, I've enjoyed how Duke Shelley's played so far. Uh, I'd probably give him a decent grade if I had to do so. Uh, Kindleville door is a little bit more of a liability, but on the other hand, he's still uh, a year younger and hasn't had that NFL experience yet. But uh, I think we won't see Buster Screen back for the rest of the season. Uh, Duke Shelley's been great. I think you just got to make stops on defense. Uh, and if you're if, if Robinson does play defensively, you focus all the attention on him. It's like what's happened when you've played the Saints and focused all the or have had to focus all the attention on Alvin Kamara. Uh, same goes for a team like the Vikings with Dalvin Cook. Uh, he's their star power. He's their X factor. And if he does play, uh, slowing him down is going to be the only key to winning this one. So, Parth, uh, I think we're in agreement here. Uh, how do you think the Bears have to win this one? Yeah, like you said, you know, run run the ball with Mo- Montgomery twenty times. Uh, it's been working. Run the ball, uh, Montgomery, every play. Every every play, if you want to, at this point. Spencer I mean, Ware in there. <laughs> yeah, he's he's he he's he's a workhorse back of this team. Uh, he's playing really well. You know, 32 carries last week for 146 rushing yards, two touchdowns. Um, he, he he's on fire. I think you got to give it to the hot hand. So is Mr. Trubisky. You know, he's playing well the last four games. Uh, his passer rating is over 99.7, I think, currently around there. Um, he's playing well, uh, playing mistake-free football. I know he had that one interception last week in the red zone, but other than that, I think he's playing really well, uh, making the right throws, the right decisions just doing what the defense gives him, and I think uh, that's what's working. I think he's taking charge of his career. Uh, he's, uh, hopefully he keeps it up. Um, hopefully we can stomp all these Jaguars because I would love to see that before we beat up the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, uh, and that's quite a bold statement, but we'll get on to that. <laughs> uh, it also depends on whether their starters or backups are playing. So, Jalen, uh, before we close this one off, uh, I think Parth and I covered most everything we needed to cover, but – what do you think the Bears have to do here if they want to secure a win and move back above 500 for the first time in a couple of weeks? Um, like like Parv said, um, just just give the ball to David Montgomery and let this offense can continue to be the the strength of this team right now. Um, I don't think in the last two years we we've said the offense is the strength of the team at any point um of the season. So that's what they are. Continue to let them you know be the strength and and put up these points. So. Uh, we, we can, can continue to roll and, and push for the playoffs, but definitely do not overlook the Jaguars. I know how we just basically kind of like talked about how bad they were, but it's the NFL, the players, you know, the the, the fans and probably the I don't team. even know if the Jacksonville players that are signed to the team next year would want to win, though. I'm being yeah, honest. Yeah. I was on the one in 13 football team and said, yeah. we can get Joe Burrow of next year, a player that yeah. might be better than Joe Burrow, 
and we could be back in contingency next year. And if you win a game, you could lose them. And no one knows how Zach Wilson or, or Justin Fields could pan out in the NFL. I, I don't know if I'd want to. See, we say, we say that as fans. Like, if the Bears were in this situation, yeah, just lose out, go win 15. But, you know. As quarterback. But th- these are these are end-of-play players. They're, they play to win. You know, they're playing for their jobs. You know, you going to win, win in 15, it's not, it's, you might lose your job because of how bad how bad the team was. So they, they always play to win. That's why the Jets – Played better than than the Rams and ultimately got, got a win and took them out of you know the, the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. But don't please don't overlook them because if the Bears if the Bears lose this game, if this is the game that kicks us out, out out the playoffs because we we overlook the Jaguars. You don't understand how mad Bears fans would be. Oh, we're gonna. I'm gonna I think Nagy and Pace will need to be fired the next day, and we go back to making our negative content on this channel. <laughs> and we don't want that to happen. So that'll pretty much do it uh, for meet the opponents. Week 16, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Once again, as Jalen noted, uh, you can't come into this game with your foot not on the gas pedal 100%. And in any sport, in basketball, in hockey, in soccer, in baseball, in football, in any sport, any team can beat any team on any given day. So you cannot take any opponent lightly. If you guys want more content from us, head over to our website, beardown.com. We're posting our Week 16 coverage, getting ready for Bears versus Jags in the sunny states of Florida. If you would like to find us on social media, check out at Bear Down on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us on there. It's a great way to see what we're posting. We're announcing a Christmas giveaway very soon. We want to give back to you guys as much as possible. So be sure to go check out our website to find out how to enter that giveaway. That'll be announced very, very soon. Looking to get that done by New Year's. And finally, you can find the links to all of our social media down in the description, Instagram and Twitter. It's a great way to interact with us, see our takes on other sports, as well as the rest of what's going on with the Bears. And you can always chat with us. Our DMs are always open uh, for ideas. If you guys ever want to suggest anything to us, we will be live streaming this game uh, in week 15 on December 27th. So I wanted to point that out early in the week. But Parshaw, Jalen McClinton, this season has absolutely flown by. It's crazy that we're already at the end. And depending on what happens, we can only have two more weeks doing this gig before we head back into our off-season coverage. But any last words before we close this one off? Yeah. Um, uh, hopefully the Bears can pick this one up. It's a pretty, I guess, easy one. But, again, you cannot overlook any games like the Jets won this weekend against the Rams. Um, but, yeah, I think the Bears could win, are going to win this one comfortably. And uh, on to Green Bay. Uh, yeah, like, like what Barf said. Barf saying not to overlook an opponent. He just said, I'm the Green, <laughs> Green Bay, baby. I mean, that, that's a factual statement right there. But, yeah, don't please, like I said, don't overlook the Jags because they could come in one in there more than the Bears do and uh, whoop us. And we all don't want to see that happen because we're all going to be very livid. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Bear now, uh, see Reg, the Bulls are about to play in 35 minutes, and I cannot wait. But uh, yep. that's about it. Go Bulls, that is for sure. Uh, this podcast is closing in on 23 minutes, and I think for every Meet the Opponents we've done without a guest, this is the longest somehow. And we and were doing this video because we didn't even know if we wanted to do it, but I guess we're paying proper respect to the Jags, and we're paying quite an amount of respect to the Jags. Uh, but, yeah, uh, let's go get a win. It's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe. Bears fans, we're going to keep up the content on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. We're all out of school now, so we're excited to continue to pump out content for you guys. 2020 has been incredible. We have a couple special things coming out later this week before the year uh, closes off, and we're going to keep it up in 2021 and for the foreseeable future. So as always, do us a favor and stay safe and bear down. We'll see you guys in the next one. Uh, If you're watching on YouTube right now, that'll be a couple of uncuts on Thursday. 
If you're watching, uh, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, it'll be three key matchups in Bears versus Jaguars. So we will be back with that tomorrow. And that's pretty much it for us, guys. We'll see you then. Peace out.